people with real jobs. Hello? Hello? Self-employed people. <sighs> Which do you want to be? This is certifiably unemployable. It's time to fire the boss and become self-employed. Maybe you need a push to get that business or side gig going that you've been dreaming about for years. And if you're an entrepreneur, you can listen to stories and get experience from people who've done it. Get ready to change your life. Broadcasting from the compound, this is certifiably unemployable. And this is Sean Dean. Welcome to Certifiably Unemployable. I am your host, Sean Dean. And once again, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy week. And this week, we actually have a guest that we had on back in December of 2020. She's an author, amongst other things. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Her name is Kristen Beal. Um, she actually is the author of Date Me, Greater Things, and A Million Sons. And so before we go ahead and go further, I want to, of course, welcome Kristen Beal back to Certifiably Unemployable. Super excited about the stuff you got going on in your life. And today we're going to be talking about when opportunity knocks, right? So many times as an entrepreneur, I know myself, one of the things that I've always kind of, it's been my rule of thumb, is when I'm in a business and if I and if I see a door, I'm at least going to open it and see what's on the other side. And, you know, I think for the most part, entrepreneurs think like that, but I guess we could be surprised thinking that some of them, they want to just stay very narrow on what they're doing and being focused on what you're doing is good. However, when you have an opportunity, you want to see what's going on. So we're going to talk about that today. So Kristen, what's new in your life? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Um, my life is crazy. Got a lot of stuff going on, but so is the life of an entrepreneur. So right. I'm loving it. I'm so That's happy. right. So, so, you know, if, if everybody references back to episode 21 with, um, with Kristen, and of course that went live on December the 18th, 2020, she told her story. We talked about her turning her hobby into a full-time income. Um, she's, she's in the process of, of planning a wedding. She, so she's got a lot of things happening in her life, but she's managing to build her business. And so what we're going to talk about today is, is, is how you can take your business, expand it just by creating other opportunities. So Kristen, you have, you have the book, um, greater things, a million sons, and then date me, right? So tell us about date me and kind of what happened with date me, how, how it started. I know we talked a little bit about it on our last episode, but then what opportunity came out of that? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So date me, um, is, a project, let's see, I, I, I published Greater Things in 2017, and I quit my job a month before it came out, um, just saying, I hope this author thing works, because this is what I want to do. I don't want to be a mortgage banker. I want to be an author, so I quit that. Um, and about three or four months after Greater Things came out, the money started drying up because people bought the book, and they didn't buy it the second time, of course. So I had to find a way to make more money, which was either get another job or write another book. So I chose write another book. Um, what is something that I do a lot about, do a lot of, that I know a lot about, a, a lot about that I can write a book about? And the answer was going bad first dates. So <laughs> I kicked it up a notch. Up. I, <laughs> I updated my profile picture. I went on 32 dates in two and a half months, which is like lunch date, dinner date, like that, like on the same day, different, the same day, different guy, like five dates a week. Um, just like, I just, kicked it up to the next level. And I would go home 
from these dates and I would make a comic of the date, a six block comic always, um, and just, you know, change their names, make a comic and maybe never have to talk to them, to talk to them again. In most cases, um, these, I'm in a wheelchair. So my dates were full of the regular hardships of dating, which, you know, there's a lot of them that we can all relate to, but there's also thrown in the rude comments or the invasive questions or just the not really knowing how to have manners around someone with a disability. Um, I didn't think that it was that big of a deal, but apparently it is um, to guys that I dated because they just like, you know, forgot their manners and, and all that stuff. So, which is great for me because I'm making a comic out of it. So I'm like, the ruder you are to me, like the better my story is. So I'm not yeah. dating for the stories, but I'm kind of justifying my wasted time, emotions, all that stuff. With you like, were using them. You were using them, right? I mean, that's what people think. They're like, they compare me to Taylor Swift. I'm like, no, because I'm not like, I'm not dating for the stories. I was dating, like, honestly wanting a relationship. But, you know, if you're going to be rude to me, I'm going to, like, publish you in a book. <laughs> so, right. you know. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And so I just want to... I want to let everybody know that when they when they see the book and when they when they hear what's going on with this, the bald guy in the book was not me. <laughs> I know we all look the same, but it was not me. Yeah, I know we all look the same. Yeah. yeah. Everybody calls me Walter White. I'm like, I, so I had to grow a beard because I was tired of the goatee thing. I'm like, I'm not Walter White. I'm, I'm, oh, that's awesome. I don't own a meth lab. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was um, getting sidetracked. Yeah. No, cool. That's good. So, um, so Damien came out in 2018. It was kind of a flop, just in that I realized um, it wasn't like a total flop. People bought the book, but it wasn't nearly as successful as Greater Things, my first book. So I just kind of told myself, um, maybe comic books aren't super marketable, and maybe you know I won't do another comic book. This was really fun, and I'm glad I did it, but maybe this is my last comic book. Um, so kind of bummed about it. So I worked on, I started working on a million sons. I published that, but in 2019, I was approached by, um, Saltfire studio, the man, the Tyler Darden, the man who owns Saltfire studio. And he says, you have a story. Like he read greater things and a million sons. And just, just by nature of knowing me, he read dig me. Um, and he had the vision to look, to read it and say, like, this is a story. There's comedy in here. There's relatability. There's, you know, a different, a unique perspective of person. Um, so he said, do you want to make a TV show out of this? And I'm like, yes. But at that point, some two people had already approached me and fallen through with making greater things a movie, um, which I get really excited about, of course. And then it falls through. So I'm like, all right, a TV show, that would be fine. Like, get back to me when you have you know, more solid details. Um, he did about a year later, I heard from him again, and we are turning Date Me into um, a TV show. We flew out the main characters playing person Beal Me from LA, you know, all the way to Virginia. And people are coming from all around the country to like relive my dating fails, which is fun for me because I don't have to actually relive them, but I can relive them from behind the camera. So you're right, right. So that was going to be my next thing. I wanted to clarify. So you're not going to be in it. You're just, um, so somebody else is playing you. Is that what you're saying? I am so glad because I, I make a couple of cameos and I have um, three lines in one part, three, like sent, three sentences. We had to record that like 10 times. Cause I kept, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, you know, good job fencing. I'll like teach you a new trick to protect your, your, um, your, center whatever and i'm like messing it up i'm saying everything wrong and i'm like forgetting and just like making a fart noise i'm just like sitting there like what do i do because i'm forgetting my lines 
I'm not an actress, but I'm I'm good at sitting behind the camera and nitpicking. I'm not an actress. So. I just play one on TV, right? So. <laughs> okay. So so the so the moral of the story is, you know, because you had because you had a hobby of writing, then you wrote a book. You wrote a couple of books, and because of that, it created an opportunity for you. So so. Where do you see where do you see this 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 uh, this television show going? I mean, what's what do you anticipate with this? Um, so we have really high hopes for it. Um, we the first episode is out on YouTube right now, and we are fundraising for the re- the next episode, the rest of the season, all that stuff. We want to be, of course, we want to be picked up by Hulu and Netflix and all those things, and that is definitely still a possibility. But we need. Um, the funds to create the rest of the episode, which is one of the most annoying part of being an entrepreneur because I don't have a steady income and something I can rely on, which I'll get back to that in a second. Um, but, but so it's just like fundraising and always kind of like thinking about money, but not worrying about it really, but just thinking about it. So we have high hopes to be on, you know, Hulu and really accessible sites. So you've got one episode already um, complete. Are you, mm-hmm. are you currently filming episode two three four so on or, or or are you are you writing them are you in the pause mode what's going on so we have written um almost completely written season one and we have really hopeful really, really ambitious goals for filming episode two um in april but it's kind of money it's kind of funding dependent but we we're just being really positive that we're going along as if we're going to get the money for sure but it's all kind of dependent so um we're, we're counting on people to see the episode on YouTube and say, I love this. I want more of it. I'll yeah. throw a couple bucks at it. Well, we're definitely going to put a link for the episode here in, um, um, in our show notes. And listen, I think it's a great opportunity. I think it's exciting. And, and you know, when that opportunity comes into your life, you have to take advantage of it, right? You just never know. Oh, yeah. Like you said, you know, you had a couple of, you had a couple people approach you about the whole greater things. They wanted to do a movie and everything else. And then of course they let you down, but you never know. The third time's a charm and things happen, right? So you can't always, just because you had one bad experience, you can't say, oh, the heck with it. It's never going to happen. So you have, mm-hmm. you have to remain open-minded. So um, I want to remind everybody, if you want to, of course, make comments, let us know if there's anything you want to ask Kristen as you, you know, kind of look into her story, you'll, and if you go back and listen to episode 21, you understand, you know, that Kristen's got a fantastic story and she continues to grow. She continues to build her business and she's super young. So she's got so much ahead of her. So that's awesome. Um, also on our website, certifiablyunemployable.net, we have our merchandise line. We actually have something that, that relates to today's topic. It's called if opportunity does not knock build a door so you can go and buy your merchandise with that in particular so what else is happening tell us more um so i continue to i'm working on another book because i want to stay unemployed um and it's speaking to that it's speaking to my constant hustle because i got i have that and i have a weekly comic that i put out every week just like my artwork that's from that's from date me of course because it's from me just like things that happen that week or like something funny that came to my mind or just like entertaining you know monday monday morning pickup um and i am constantly doing that i'm constantly writing my book i'm a guest contributor to the christopher and data reeve blog and i'm like doing you know i'm just putting myself out there and it's um it's kind of like a don't sleep mentality like you can never really rest 
which sounds exhausting, but um, the, the saying you don't work, you never work a day in your life. If you love your job is like annoyingly true because it's just stuff that I love to do. And I get the opportunity to do it day in and day out. And like my responsibility, like my job, my responsibility is to draw cartoons every week <laughs> for them to come out and like write what's on my mind or like write something that I'm feeling. And it's, it's just such a fun thing and fun way to express myself. And it's so cool that I get to do it and then call myself employed by that kind of work. Right. Um, you know, it reminds yeah. me of that episode on Shark Tank. I don't know if you watch that show at all. I have before, but did you see yeah. that one where that one guy, I mean, I mean, it, it really appeared like it was total shtick. You know, he was, you know, I want to draw a cat for you. And he came out, he did this little move. I want to draw a cat for you. He did this whole little thing on, on Shark Tank. Look it up. I don't think the business is open anymore, but he, all okay. he did was he drew like these little cat caricatures and he sold them and people bought them and he made a ton of money. You know, you just never what know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> you know what, what really, what really, I think it was Mark Cuban that picked it up um, on Shark Tank. I was blown away. I was like, wow. You know, <laughs> I mean, and I guess the guy just got burned out. He's like, I don't want to draw cats no more. So he closed his business down. I mean, he could still be drawing okay. cats. I mean, he could have turned it into drawing dogs, possums. I mean, whatever, right? But mm -hmm. it's all about opportunity. We got to keep our minds 100% open as entrepreneurs. Um, yeah. Something else that I wanted to mention to you. Oh, you were talking about, you know, how you're, how you're, you know, featuring your writing and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to be the first to announce that, that, that you're going to be featuring some of your stuff on our blog. So mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. Certifiablyunemployable.net. We have a blog and we're, we're in the process of building that. So you're going to be able to read more from Kristen on that. So, so Kristen, we appreciate everything you're doing as an entrepreneur. Um, is there, is, is there anything else you wanted to talk about as far as opportunities and things of that nature, you know, coming your way and, how do you know if it's not a good opportunity? I mean, do you kind of have a word of, you know, do you have kind of a rule of thumb on, on when, when something presents itself, if it's not good or not? Um, short answer, no, I don't. Long answer, the way that I know that it's not a good opportunity is if I take the opportunity and I say, oh, this is bad. Because things like you could come to me, you know, 10 years ago or, you know, in 2017, when I quit my job and say, Hey, one day you're going to have a TV show and you're going to like, you know, have be a three-time published author. I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, I don't believe you because a TV show, that's like a dream I never dared have, but then staying open-minded to opportunities when they come like that, like the guy coming to Tyler coming to me and saying, I want to make your book into a TV show. Like that's crazy. And like casting someone to play my part, that's crazy. And it's so weird. It's so cool, but it's, it's so weird and it's so cool that it's very easy to think that it wouldn't be true. It's very easy to doubt it, but just keeping your mind open to, um, you know, too good to be true. I've learned over and over. I say this not to get mushy, but ever since I met my fiance, um, in 2019, it's like, I stopped thinking things are too good to be true because Chris is too good to be true. My fiance and, um, like publishing a book and making a TV show. That's like way too good to be true. But, it's all true and it's all happening. So I never say that again because, you know, too good to be true is just like just a good situation. So anyway, to bring it back, my advice, my tip is to keep your keep your mind open, especially if you're an entrepreneur, because any new way to make money or make, you know, product 
is worth pursuing and you should never really close things down unless they prove to not be right because things that, you know, I just also, I just, I mean, also adding to that, write a book, TV show, never believe it, but I just opened, I just started a clothing line um, based off of my date me, um, or I guess merchandise life based off my date me comics. And that's something that I would be like, no way I'd never do that. But then I kept my mind open. Someone, it was actually Tyler who suggested it and I pursued it and now it's a real thing. So it's kind of, it's just, it's fun. It's so much fun. Life is so fun. As well, long as how, you keep your mind yeah, open. That's exactly how this podcast started. You know, I've always, I've, I've always believed in, in entrepreneurs supporting one another. When I was a younger entrepreneur, I mean, I'm still, I would like to say I'm still young, but when I was starting as an entrepreneur, um, you know, looking for resources, looking for people to help, looking for mentors was something that I was just constantly hungry for. And, and being, being that I've been self-employed for over 20 years, um, I now find myself wanting to surround myself with those people more and more. And I also have such a passion for wanting to help other entrepreneurs. And that's because of opportunity, because of just the way things run in the world of being an entrepreneur. That's how this podcast started. You know, it wasn't something that I was originally planning on doing. You know, I was in radio for years prior. I've got a acting and theater background and all that. But because of my opportunity, that's how the podcast started. So but I also believe too, Kristen, that when you have an when you have an opportunity presented, I believe that knowing who you are as a brand and knowing who you are as an entrepreneur, that opportunity needs to complement what you're already doing. What you don't want to do is, you know, um, open up a bait and tackle store in a CPA, you know, cause that makes yeah. no sense. You know what I'm saying? So a weird analogy and I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> is, is that you don't want it to be random just because you make a couple of dollars. And if you're going to do that, then, and I think you need to have that vision in your branding. What you're doing. So, and of course that's another topic. That would be my, my advice when you have an opportunity. And that's the good thing about what you're doing is everything's complimenting the next right? Right. Yeah, everything kind of brings you back to the brand, which is Kristen Beal. But I can go in all these different directions because my brand is not Kristen Beal. It's not greater things, how it started to be. And then I started doing all this other stuff. And I'm like, I got to brand myself so I can you know, do all this stuff. But it all has to be kind of relevant. Like I, you know, I'm a Christian person, so I can't be going off and doing, you know, a, I don't know, like. I don't know, like something, something completely opposite. Right, then it's, right, then it confuses right. people of like, what is your brand? Who are you? What are you representing? Yeah, and what are you kind doing? Of, yeah. yeah, I need to stick to the brand, which is easy because the brand is me. So right, I just, right. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to put some links to your website. Um, I want to encourage people to check out your merchandise. And of course, check out Date Me. Where can we find it on YouTube? Is 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 it actually under Date Me? Is it, a, is, it, is it its own channel or is it under your channel? Yeah. So it's under Saltfire Studio is the production company. That's the channel. But now that we have so many views, um, you can just search Date Me. And it's the first one that comes up. Um, and I mean, if it's not the first one that comes up, which it is, then just look for my little cartoon saying date me, but it's the first one that comes up as of right now. 
super cool. Well, if there's anything more we can do to help you and and uh, work with each other, I'm excited. You know, um, I think it's I think it's awesome. The whole we do have um, if anyone wants to support us, we do have a Patreon and Indiegogo, and those links are in the YouTube page. We're trying to film episode two. We're trying to film the rest of season one, but. Most of all, I just hope people enjoy it. And I'm glad to be able to put it on YouTube so everyone can access it. And um, I'm so excited to share my story and share my struggle of dating because we can all relate because dating yeah. is terrible, but really fun, but like worth it, but terrible. <laughs> I mean, how do you, how many people do you know? You went on how many dates and what period of time? 32 and two and a half months. There were more like beyond that, but for the, I mean, for the I mean, book, it was that's crazy, you know. So I don't know anybody else that's ever done that. I think it's so funny. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud to be your first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, we appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, All guys. Right, don't forget to uh, like our content, subscribe, share it, and support Kristen and her new um, endeavor, her new opportunity of Hate Me, the TV show. And don't forget, you heard about it on Certifiably Unemployable. Until next time. You've been listening to Certifiably Unemployable. Ready to fire the boss yet? You're on your way. Sean has been self-employed for over 20 years. So if that's something that you want to do, something you've been dreaming about for years, Sean has all the knowledge, good, bad, and indifferent. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and Instagram at Certifiably Unemployable. Find us on YouTube and at www.certifiablyunemployable.com. Till next time, this is Certifiably Unemployable, signing off.